thanks for joining me on Jesus and Books. I'm Jason Comley. In this episode, I'm going to be reviewing The Jesus I Never Knew by Philip Yancey. Apparently, Philip Yancey is a popular Christian author who's written a lot of books, but this is my first exposure to his writing. It occurred to me when reading this book that he was trying to hit a home run on, on every page. And he almost did. There's lots of big insights. I guess I should have expected that with a title like The Jesus I Never Knew. But he, you know, he did really bring a lot of fresh perspectives to these timeless stories of Jesus and these Bible stories that we've heard time and time again. And staying with that, with the uh, baseball metaphor, he's, he says in his book, Yancey says in his book, that athletes have come up with creative portrayals of Jesus. And as an example, he gives Fitz Patterson, former New York Yankee, who envisions Jesus as a baseball player. So Fitz Patterson is quoted as saying, I firmly believe that if Jesus Christ was sliding into second base, he would knock the second baseman into left field to break up the double play. Christ might not throw a spitball, but he would play hard within the rules. Kind of made me laugh. But it also made me think, too, how would Jesus be as a baseball player? How would he be as an office worker? Or on the factory floor? Or making pizzas? I think before I started this podcast, I would have assumed that Jesus would be the ideal employee, the perfect employee. Certainly, he lived a perfect life. And he is the creator. Uh, he's, he's the perfect exemplar for our lives. But after reading all these books, and Philip Yancey's book, I would now conclude that Jesus would probably be unemployable in this modern job market. So with the help of Philip Yancey's book, I've come up with seven reasons why I think Jesus would be unemployable today. Number one is that he had no fixed address. So Luke 9:58 Jesus is saying that and I'm looking at the King James version here foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests but the son of man hath not where to lay his head so Jesus was homeless You need a, a, a an address for to get a job to to put on your resume so number two, Jesus probably wouldn't be able to come up with good references. When Jesus started his ministry, his own family and neighbors thought he was insane. They tried to have him locked up for insanity. So in Mark 3.21, it says, And when his friends heard of it, they went out to lay hold of him, for they said, He is beside himself. The New International Version says, When his family heard of this, they went to take charge of him, for they said, He is out of his mind. 
I've been reading um, using the Amplified Bible version uh, from Zondervan uh, from my studies in Isaiah. I've been studying Isaiah lately. And this, it says, I'm just reading an excerpt from the back. The Amplified Bible is a tool that lets you explore all the rich nuances and shades of meaning in the Bible text without having to learn the original la languages like uh, Greek or Hebrew. So I'll give you a, an example of what Mark 3, uh, 21 says in the Amplified Version, which I highly recommend, especially if you're having problems understanding um, the Bible. And when those who belonged to him, his kinsmen, heard it, they went out to take him by force, for they kept saying, he is out of his mind, beside himself, deranged. So there you go. He couldn't probably couldn't get a good reference. Number three, as to why Jesus would probably be unemployable in this day and age. Jesus, the creator, the, the perfect one. He had gained a reputation of hanging out with unsavory people. So we see that in Luke 7.34, it says these are what people are saying about Jesus. The Son of Man has come eating and drinking. And you say, Behold, a gluttonous man and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. But we know that you know, Jesus said that those that are healthy do not need a physician. That he didn't come to for the righteous, he came to uh, get sinners to repent. So Jesus was seen with what those pious people would call unsavory or undesirable people. So if Jesus had a Facebook account, there'd probably be photos of him hanging out with all kinds of characters, you know, drug addicts and people that we would normally perhaps shun. You know, employers look at this stuff and they make judgments. So that's another count against him. Jesus was ugly. That's another. That's number four. So it says in Isaiah, He hath nor, no form nor comeliness, and when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. So I think in the Amplified Version, its comeliness would also be like royalty or pomp. He had nothing like that. So he couldn't be a model. And he probably wouldn't be good for most customer-facing jobs. They'd probably, if they did hire him, they'd probably put him in the back room where nobody could see him. So again, he wasn't... Again, that's another strike against him. Number five, he spent all his time serving and helping people for free. You know that he told his disciples to you know, heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse those that have leprosy, drive out demons. Freely you have received, so freely give. That's in Matthew 10.8. He also didn't force or manipulate or coerce anyone to do anything. And there was times where 
he couldn't work any miracles because they didn't have faith. So an example, let's see, Mark 2.5, this is when Jesus heals the paralytic who was lowered down from the roof. We discussed that in an earlier podcast. It says, when Jesus saw their faith, he said unto the sick of the palsy, Son, thy, son, thy sins are forgiven thee. And he also healed him. That was the first episode, I believe, that we talked about that. So number six, Jesus was intensely interested in people, especially individuals. He wasn't into efficiencies and scaling and mass distribution. I mean, he was born at a time where there was no television or internet or anything like that. There's an example, actually, in Matthew 19, where, let's see, it's Matthew 19, I believe it's 13, 14. Yeah, okay, so, and then there, there brought unto him little children that they should put his hands on them and pray and the disciples rebuked them. So the disciples were saying, go away from here. Jesus is too busy for you. But Jesus said, suffer little children and forbid them not to come unto me. For of such is the kingdom of heaven. And he laid his hands upon them and departed thence. So he didn't turn away the children. You could say that that's inefficient. Um... There's another example, too, of him not taking shortcuts, and that was after he was baptized. After Jesus was baptized by John, John the Baptist, Jesus goes off into the wilderness to fast for 40 days, and the devil appears. And the devil says, and this is in Matthew 4, 3, If thou be the Son of God, command that these stones be made bread. So Jesus could have taken a shortcut. Instead of gathering grain and grinding the flour and finding all the ingredients and making the bread, he could have, Jesus had the power to turn a stone into delicious bread. We know that his first miracle was turning wine or turning water, I should say, water that was used for hand washing, so filthy water, he turned that into the very best wine. He did that for other people. But Satan tried to tempt him to take that shortcut and just to make some bread for himself. He could have made the most delicious bread, I'm sure. But Jesus only used his power for other people. And he didn't take shortcuts. Certainly he didn't take a shortcut during his trial and his crucifixion. He could have. He could have rescued himself, but he didn't. So number seven is that Jesus was often baffling and controversial. So in the workplace, you've got to, you can't, you can't be like that. 
So not only was Jesus not efficient and not into scaling, so he wouldn't fit in with a startup, but he was also kind of a contrarian. So these, this is an oppressed people. These, these, are, these Jewish people were oppressed by the Roman Empire that had them in a caustic grip. And even muttering the word Messiah, you know, for a Jew to even mutter that word could get him nailed to a cross for sedition. And so the Jewish people were looking for this Messiah to deliver them from Roman rule. But that wasn't the message that they were getting from Jesus. The message they were getting was Jesus was saying, give away everything. Love your enemy. Turn the other cheek. You know, if a Roman soldier slaps you across the face, give him the other cheek. These are things that, that were hard to hear. You can imagine Jesus uh, at work. Maybe people would think that he wasn't agreeable. But certainly that's it's an interesting hypothesis. Well, hopefully you enjoyed this episode of Jesus and Books. If you have any comments, you can email me at info at jesusandbooks.com. You can tweet me at Jesus and Books on Twitter. I appreciate uh, you listening and look forward to talking to you next time. God bless. Music